0: Hi guys, welcome to Harmony's War Cry where every week we talk about what sparks you. We talk sex, love, career, your passions, style and everything in between. Now, my goal here is to help you guys find your inner adventure and help you live vividly. So let's chase that spark. Hi guys, welcome. It's episode 64, Harmony's War Cry. Happy Tuesday. I hope everybody's doing good. I hope everybody has had a wonderful week so far, even though we're just at the very beginning. I hope that you had a chance to go back and listen to the previous sex episodes and that you learned something. And if you did, please email me and let me know, even if you just send me a thumbs up. Those of you who have sent me feedback, thank you so much. I know that there's little time on the planet as is, and if you take the time to choose to listen to my podcast, and then on top of that, choose to give me feedback, I'm indebted to you because you guys are the ones that gonna make that are gonna make me better. You're the ones who are gonna help me sharpen my skills to become a better podcaster when I'm doing episode five hundred, and so I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be able to credit you guys for telling me where I sucked and where I was doing awesome. So thank you for those who've listened. Go back and listen to the first one. Uh, I talked three C's. Clarity, contraceptives, and clinics. Very important stuff in there. That means don't have sex with somebody who doesn't want to have sex with you. Don't try to get intimate with somebody who does not want to be intimate with you. Definitely use contraceptives. Don't be just going out there willy-nilly and having unprotected sex. And... Most importantly, go get your hoo and your whatnots checked, please. Go just get a once-over. It's super quick. We're talking like 30, 45 minutes, max an hour. Get some free contraceptives. If you don't have a doctor, call Planned Parenthood. They're also at plannedparenthood.org. There's one around the corner from you for sure. If there's not one around the corner, there's one within driving distance and they're on sliding scale and they will see you. They will make sure that you're okay. They'll do breast exams, pregnancy tests, all the STD testing. They will help you with preventative care, abortion, whatever it is that you need in your life, they will help you. And if they can't help you, they'll direct you somewhere where you can be helped. So now that that stuff's out of the way, I wanted to get into some things. First of all, a big ups to my husband because he is my number one fan. He listens to my podcast. He's the first person to listen every week when I publish it. And he isn't so good at giving me feedback. He does give me feedback. I love the feedback that he does give me, but I can always tell when there's something off about what he heard and he is reluctant to tell me because he doesn't want to hurt my feelings. So I have been trying to communicate with him that I've got a thick skin. I'm not going to take it personal. I understand and appreciate that I'm new to podcasting and I'm learning as I go. And he, his feedback is only going to help me. I don't have to take it. You know, I can take it with a grain of salt. I don't put all the weight of the world in what he says, because he will even say he doesn't know podcasting. He isn't, you know, he's not learning and hearing the things that I'm hearing. And he respects and appreciates that this is really hard to do. It's super hard to put yourself out there every week and just be naked and raw for the world to judge you. So he understands, but segue into this. The last episode he listened to and he said he felt like a lot of the information was something that should be common sense. I agree with him a hundred percent. I feel like it is for the most part, but there's a lot of people who listen that don't know this stuff. And I have learned through just researching how to be a better podcaster that we're actually supposed to communicate through our podcasts as if we're talking to somebody who's 10 years old. So there's a lot of listeners that I have that are young teen, like 18, college age, And all the way up to my mom's age, who's, you know, 60s. And so I can't assume that you guys know what's going on. I can't assume if I'm trying to help you, I'm going to come in layman's terms with the most basic of information of things that I wish that I had known five years ago, 10 years, 20 years ago, whatever. Things that I feel can benefit you, and I have to automatically assume that you guys aren't listening to previous episodes. So, if you are listening to every single one of my episodes, God bless you. First of all, second of all, you're going to hear repeat information because the the, the likelihood that, as new as I am, and me learning as I go, that somebody's listening. Most of my listeners are listening on a regular basis is slim to none, and I I understand that. I appreciate that. So, bear with. You guys are going to hear a lot of the same information, but I feel like that's only good because the more you hear the positive things that I'm trying to tell you or the informational things that I'm trying to teach you, the more they're going to be embedded into your brain. Mm -hmm. So today is a little bit of a bonus episode when it comes to sex by the way of I wanted to reiterate the three C's, which we've done. I wanted to go over again the importance of body image. And why you need to go back and listen to that episode. If you've got any issues with your body, which you probably do because we all do go back and listen to my tips that I offered up about how you can get over those body, body images and, and get rid of your negative body image and gain a positive body image. And it, and it is kind of rocket science. You have got to do the work. There's no two ways around it. If you're not doing the work and you're being lazy about your self care And you're being lazy about loving and respecting and appreciating your body, that confidence isn't going to be there, which is going to bleed into your emotional relationships. It's going to bleed into your sexual relationships. It's just, it's the truth. I don't, there's no way to, to sugarcoat it. So body image go back and listen to that episode three C's you know they're super important they're vital to your overall satisfaction of life listen when it comes to sex you've got to take a holistic approach towards this I know sex is sex and a lot of people look at it like it's just an act it is not just an act it is it is so many things it brings in stuff from your past traumas and tragedies that you've gone through, whether you've been molested, assaulted, whatever, sex goes into your future by the way of things that you've been through in your past are going to affect, unless you deal with it, the things that could be coming for you in your future. So if you've had issues in your past with sexual relationships, you felt used, you felt shamed, you felt guilted, whatever, if you don't handle that, it's going to bleed into your future, which means you're going to be dealing with it forever. You're going to have dysfunctional relationships. You're not going to know how to communicate with your partner. If you don't deal with that stuff and you go into, you finally meet, let's say a healthy partner who loves you as is, and you go into that relationship carrying the baggage from the previous years of your life, what do you think is going to do to that relationship? It's going to sabotage it. And unless you've got somebody that's super patient and super ready to listen and work through all your stuff with you, you're going to lose that one too. So that's why sex, sexual health, the act of sex itself, learning about what you want in the bedroom, learning how to take a proactive stand against what you think of your body, what you what you think your body loves, what your body hates, how you feel like you can be better, how you feel like you can communicate better, not only with yourself, but with your future partners or your partner regarding, you know, depending on the situation you're in nothing's going to change. You're not going to be fully satisfied and it's just going to be weird forever. So my ultimate advice to you when it comes to sex is do the work. Seek out information. Get the book. Get the audiobook, Go to the library. Read that book. Read the article. Get the dildo. Experience things. Think outside the box. Have an open mind. Be humble. Be humble when it comes to sex. Don't go into it thinking you know everything about sex because I promise you don't. That being said, I feel like this is important that I talk about this and, and then I'm going to let you guys go. I learned something through my research. There's a lot of women who message me that deal with vaginal pain and a lot of women who deal with uh, wanting to have sex and physically not being able to. So I did some research and I found vaginismus. Now vaginismus is a completely new word to me. And I feel it's just like I say, you can't assume that you know everything. There's several different types of vaginismus, but the long and short of it is it's a situation where your vaginal wall, the muscles of the vaginal wall contract, your pelvic floor, that whole area will contract if it feels like something's going to go inside of it. So finger, tampon, penis, gynecological visit, whatever, it's just going to close up. And it's been described by people who have been with people with vaginismus that it's like they hit a wall. Now there are ways to treat it. Um the what they think causes it is they're not 100% sure, but what they feel like overall is it's a, it's a v- anxiety. It's something that is directly related with guilt and shame. So you were maybe raised in a household that wasn't open about sex or was hyper um, hyper religious and and shame and guilt is what followed you when it came to any sexual feelings. So if anything even attempts to go inside your vagina, it's going to close up. And, And for some, nothing is going in it, no matter how hard you try. It's also been um uh, later onset vaginismus where it's been, where they experienced a normal sex life prior to maybe a sexual assault or a rape or uh, some sort of a molestation in that way. And then nothing's going in now. So it is in the DSM, the new DSM five, which is the diagnostic um, manual for mental health issues and that type of thing. It's like this psychological Bible we used a lot when I was in school And you can refer refer to that online. You can find copies of it online to read up on this. If you're somebody who has experienced pain during sex, I know a lot of you have, I've had a lot of my girlfriends just in my little circle communicate that they've had painful sex. And that is why I decided to talk about this. So vaginismus there, it can be treated it even with something as basic as getting a really good lube and just, using a very like the tiniest of dildos or vibrators and just easing into it but really it goes back to dealing with like meditating on what's wrong with you and really knowing yourself inside and out and and understanding what it is that you want sexually being comfortable with what you want in the bedroom being humbled by the fact that You don't know everything about sex, having an open mind and really trying to work through whatever the issues you have are surrounding sex, because sex is important. You guys sex is I feel like without sex and without having full fledged orgasms, I feel like it does affect your quality of life. I feel like it should be categorized with um, self-care. Because, I mean, just as important as it would be to go get a massage or go to the chiropractor, get your nails done, whatever, sex should be up there too, even if that just means masturbating and really finding out what it is that your body is into, what where your body feels the safest, where your body feels the most relaxed. If there's anything that's going on with you sexually, whether it's alone or with a partner and it makes you feel cringy or you feel yourself tense up to the point, especially if you're having experiencing vaginismus and your vaginal walls are closing up so tight that not even a finger can get in there or a tampon or whatever, definitely there's some healing that needs to happen. They do really honestly feel that with all the information they have up to this point, and these are the professionals, that it is A type of anxiety. So if you're experiencing this, look it up. It's vaginismus. I will give you the spelling. It's V-A-G-I-N-I-S-M-U-S. And just get some help today, you guys. You can always reach out to me. I'm hitting the 13-minute mark. I'm going to go ahead and let you go. I hope that you go back and listen to the previous podcast. Let me know what you think. Please go find um, sex with Emily podcast. She is sexwithemily.com. Please find the Savage Love casts with Dan Savage. He's amazing. Both of them, their podcasts are, are question based. They do have a couple little rants at the top of the show, which I feel like are important for you guys to listen to too. But there's so many questions that come in when it comes to sex and love and relationships that I feel like there's always something you can learn. If you need those suggestions for apps for couples to get closer in the bedroom and and uh, cut through the bullshit when it comes to being able to ask for what you want or you want t- those book tips, please message me. I will put them in the show notes on um, Harmony's show notes and inner What's it? What is it? Harmony's, <laughs> Harmony's Warcry show notes and interactive. Spit it out. Um, I will put all this stuff in there so you guys can find it. Anyway. I love you guys. I hope you listen next week. Remember, go do something good for yourself. And more importantly, go do something good for somebody else. Have a wonderful week.